Welcome to Across the Park podcast, a football podcast on both Everton and Liverpool Football Club, produced by six mates, the three Reds, Gary, Phil and Terry, and the three Blues, myself, Millsy, Judgy and Craig. Each Monday, we release our latest show. We will discuss the ongoing matters with both teams, whether it be good or bad, opposing views, opinions, banter and debate. We are proud to be a family-friendly football podcast and you can find more about us on our website, www.acrosstheparkpodcast.co.uk. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a show on your preferred podcast listening app and make sure you give us a follow on our social media. Twitter is Across the Park PC, Instagram is Across the Park PC and Facebook search Across the Park. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Across the Park podcast, the final one this evening of the 2018-2019 Premier League season. <laughs> and it was, I was just looking at Gary across the table there, staring at me. It's uh, Obviously, we're missing Millsy tonight, so we haven't got the, the main man, the voice. So <laughs> it's Judgy who's uh, t- going through the intro here. I've got Craig representing the Blues with me, and we've got Phil, Gary and Terry, full attendance from the Reds. Shock. Um <laughs> Just just a few um, announcements before we do start the podcast. Obviously, try and get them in early so that, that you all hear them. A few changes or additions to the podcast in the next few weeks because we've now finished the season, obviously, the Premier League season. We've got on next Monday is a, a season review or part one of the season review. So what we're going to do over the next couple of weeks is we're going to go through uh, both both sides' seasons, obviously, because of the, the, the length of the potential podcast we're going to break it in two so next week will be August to August up until Christmas both Everton and Liverpool and then part two will be the following week on the 27th so we'll be finalising the the um, the season review that'll be followed by another podcast on which we'll probably be releasing on the Wednesday I'd imagine Sorry. so yeah, yeah. Um, and that's going to be the Champions League preview which we're getting an extra guest in which is Andy Grant um, who's an author as well as a, a massive red so all the lads who are coming to do the preview will, will be travelling to the final th- either the following day or two days after. And I think Millsy's open to make that make that pod as well, so we've got some representation from the Blues. So it's about that, Mills. Perfect, isn't it, for anyone travelling down on the coaches? or? Whatever. Yeah, hopefully so. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people have got long journeys um, a couple of days later, so hopefully that'll be a, a nice nice um, partner or company. A company? Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't got, I haven't got the vocab of Mills, have I? <laughs> right. Okay. So we're gonna, we're gonna start. Unfortunately, well, fortunately depends which way you look at it. Um, Liverpool not quite managing to, to get over the line. Or I suppose City just, just about nipping in front. Phil. Yeah, I think um, all, all, all we could do was ask that Liverpool got the job done on the day, and I don't think anyone. We all had a little glimmer of hope, but I don't think anyone seriously expected Brighton to get the job done. Um, although. We did have a moment, didn't we, where, the, where Murray took the, uh, took the lead? That 30 seconds yeah. of finding out Glenn Murray had scored to finding out that City had equalised <laughs> was the best 30 seconds of my life, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a little tease, wasn't it? You yeah. just there to go up in the corner of the main stand, didn't You've you? You've said like that to Sarah before, haven't you, Gary? Yeah. Yeah. More than one occasion. <laughs> yeah. but, um, 30 seconds What about stood? the cheer that came just before the goal? That was dead weird, wasn't it? You know, Anfield went berserk, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. About a minute before the goal, and no, then I went berserk again. Not no, that's no, that's no, that's what happened. That's one hundred percent what happened. Oh, I told and you. And the players, the players thought we were two 0 up. Yeah, well, it, well it, in the ground, <laughs> you know, it, it, you heard the first cheer, and it was like oh, it's one nil, and then 
when there was another cheer afterwards and it was going around that it was two. Someone's like, it's two, it's two. But I think it was just getting out of delayed yeah, sort of, you know, because you can't refresh your phone and stuff. It wasn't but that's how what it felt like where yeah, I was. Yeah, no, anyway. there was a misinformation in the ground. So like, just a rumour spread that Brighton uh, no, had scored. It, it, no one had scored. It, it showed on the, on the screen that where Liverpool fans started cheering. It was when Knockhart had a shot. Keeper saved it. And then he scored direct from that corner then. Ah, right. oh, so okay. yeah. I think that's but then weird. There was, there was a rumour it was 2-0 and it was like, it's 2 and I was like, nah, it weren't and now it's one, it's, it's actually 1-1. One, one. By, like, by the time we actually found out, I think it was 3-1 to yeah. City. <laughs> it's it's horrible, that. No, it was, it was one of them. Uh, you know, I, was, I was really proud of the players there, you know, because it's, it's difficult, I think, when, when you know it's not in your hands there, but you've still got to, you know, go out and be professional and, and we, we had to win just to stay in, you know, have it mm. to, to keep ourselves in with a chance and, I think Wol- it, it Wolves were a good side. As Wolves well. were a good they, side. They had a goal there. They, they put us put us under pressure quite quite a bit, especially in the second half. Yeah. And you know it was it was good for the fact that the players got through it and, and managed to get the victory to put us in the, in that position that we could have won it. Allison had, had results. Going Allison away. had another good game. Allison's been brilliant the last couple of weeks. And he has all season anyway. But I mean, last couple of weeks in particular, you know, he's, he's made yeah. some big saves. I just saves, don't want he? to p- start praising him now. So <laughs> just keep keep on slating him because that, that'll do for me if he keeps putting them performances. You've still got no voice from the uh, from oh, the game. No, my throat's absolutely killing me. But that that just tip that just ex- you know shows what the, the points that we we weren't really devastated. It was, it was still a celebration. Oh, I was devastated. Yeah, I, was. I think you were, no, but, but it was, you know, it, it, it seemed like a bit of a carnival. But it's, yeah, it still, it still didn't stop me from, from having a good time and enjoying the fact that yeah. we just pushed arguably the best team there's ever been in the Premier League to the last day of the season, to the last to the last half of the season. Yeah. Would, it, would it be fair to say, it's, this probably sounds a bit dramatic, but it's very dramatic, but almost like a funeral that like initially it was like, oh, we haven't got there, but then it's like, you know what? What a, what a <laughs> life he or she's had no, and, and how you're celebrating it, it what you've achieved and stuff like that. It wasn't even like that, that for me, to be fair. I, I didn't, I was, I was, admittedly, I was gutted that we never won the league, but I didn't at any point feel like dead down. I didn't yeah. have any of them feelings at all. I, I, was, I was gutted that we hadn't won the league, obviously, because you're going to be. But the fact the season we've had and we've got a European Cup final to go to, but that. Know, that that's it, isn't it? I mean, that's that's the key point. I think uh, uh, you know it might mm. have been a very different atmosphere if we hadn't came back against Barcelona and, and, and booked that place in the final because then you know you're finishing that season with it completely just, empty yeah, hands. It just and, out, it? and then you know it, it that's a really sad. The season ends with a whimper, doesn't it? After yeah. what's been a stellar performance from from this Liverpool team, but. As you say, you know, it, it didn't feel... I, I think the fans had sort of made the peace with it a little bit, that it was out of our hands, there was nothing we could do. And, you know, we've said it, you're clutching at straws when you're expecting, I think I said on the instant match, a team that's only won two out of the last 13 games to take points off a team that's won their last 13, you know, before that. So, you know, everyone sort of knew, you know, that basically there was very little chance that we were going to get it over the line. And I think, as I say, people have made the peace with that. And then it was more just, let's let's just give them all a, a big round of applause and a clap and basically say, nice one for the ride, because it has been a great ride. Brighton should have played Pinkar. the um, Champions League music before their game. City, they got beat. Yeah, knocked them right <laughs> off the, the game, yeah. but um, Go, Sorry, going back to Wolves a little bit and, and just thinking back to when we done our post-match reaction after the, the Wolves game. I think I said, or I'm certain I said in the post-match reaction that they're the best sides who come to Goddison this season, and and I've got to I've got to probably reiterate it because they obviously just pipped and pip us to seventh, but the, you know the two, with two games to go, they, they, they finished seventh. They, they were definitely the best, the seventh best team in the Premier League for me, and and, and that's that's hard to say because we've been on a very good run, I but they, they're a the very solid match. team. I think they were consistently solid. I think if if we'd have performed in the middle part of the season that. We we'd have been 
Yeah, yeah, but we didn't, did we? They were consistently winning do games, do drawing games. You know, it was, do you know what they do well? It, 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 and it seems to be like the new... You know the way there's always like a certain tactic that teams are trend. on to or whatever, yeah. trends or whatever. It, it's switching to the flanks dead fast. I feel like they're two centre-halves and their midfielders practice that every day. Oh, yeah, City do it as well. I don't, I don't do think they, well. they particularly do it that often. Well, they were in behind Trent and Matabola. They certainly did at their ground and when we played them first time around. Well, they've got mm. two quarterbacks, if you like, in there. I mean, Matinho can ping the ball as well as anyone in Europe. He, he tries to run around, but he hasn't got the legs anymore. But he, his, yeah. his range of passing is outstanding. Yeah. I think that's what... When Gomez had his purple patch, if you like, that's what he was bringing us, where he, yeah. where he can move the ball a lot quicker. It was early on, it was like little 10-yard yeah. ten passes that weren't I, really I making there's instructions there, though. Uh, Conor Cody looks to do it the second he gets on the ball. There's, like, definite instruction from the manager, like, that's how he wants yeah, to play. Yeah, be a tactic, but, won't it? Yeah, but what I was, the point about the game is, I think they were getting in behind uh, Trent and Matip quite a lot. Not that Trent was doing anything wrong or out of position or not, and just that when he was attacking, they were it's exploiting the way he was playing. Well. That's, that's the way that's we play, yeah. In transition, that's your weakest area because yeah, your fullbacks do play so high. They were, they were good at it. And yeah. yeah, well, if that's their way of playing, if they do that most weeks, then we're the perfect team for them to play against in order to exploit that, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Either way, you know, I th- although they were a tough, tough opponent, you know what? I, d- I wasn't watching it thinking yeah, you know, I still we're, we're, in, we're in trouble here or anything like that. I, t- I felt like it was still a re- yeah, relatively I still felt like it, if they either got a goal there to make it 1-1 at any point, we'd have scored. Yeah. What, watching yeah. the game, though, and again, this is watching it, me obviously hoping Wolves would, would win or, or do something. It, it looked as though it was last game of the season for them. They already had it wrapped. They were playing well, but they were playing with a lot more freedom and, and, and yes. probably being a yeah, little bit went. more... They weren't snapping into tackles. No, or they like were really, really a bit really more p- ambitious with the play. Yeah, yeah and it was, it was, it was more just you know like we're not here to just get run over and yeah. you know and as you say enjoy the game. But I thought it was a comfortable victory for yeah, Liverpool. I, you know. I don't think Liverpool really got out of second gear either. I no. felt like I think Wolves had a goal in them because let's be honest, they hit the post and he had a good one on one as well that Allison stood up to. But uh, I think I, f- I always felt like Liverpool had another gear if we needed it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying there. If, yeah. if they had a scores, I feel like we would have went and just scored. That's similar to like what Arsenal done at Anfield. They came, got the got an early goal, and then we just went. Oh, hang on, yeah. this, this doesn't go how we wanted, so we just stepped it up and scored four. Yeah, <laughs> mm. we said the other week though about five. Um, the golden five. It was a five one. Which I can't even remember. Which game? Top, yeah. The Arsenal one. Four, wasn't it? Yeah, four. I thought it was four. But um, so what was I saying then? <laughs> got off my track there. Um, no, that's what I was saying. Yeah, you know, the, we said the other week about uh, Mane and Salah competing with each other a little bit for that golden boot. Yeah, I, I sensed a bit of that again, where like Salah wanted that golden boot to himself, and there was a little bit of greediness there. I've seen that a couple of times from Salah lately. Yeah, I, I feel like that it, that only starts when when the games the won. game sort of yeah. it's not, not yeah when basically when when they feel like yeah we've won this game here because yeah. we were doing it at, at one nil. It was more when, yeah, when Mane got a second, he, he was then... Because I was laughing with the lad next to me in the ground. I said, you won't, you won't pass anymore now. <laughs> yeah. And every, every time he got it, he looked to shoot. Even when there was, there was one moment where he was he was cutting in, uh, cutting out to sort of take it on to his left foot, and Mane made a decent run through the middle. It was The ball was on, yeah. and he shot, and I think that the, the defender blocked it or something, and petered out to nothing. But yeah, I, I know what you mean there. It was certainly like... There was certainly a rivalry going on. They were aware of what was happening, like... I wasn't aware of it, you know, during the game, but I've heard people say that, you know, when we uh, we thought we w- uh, Brighton had took the lead, a lot of people saying Henderson lost his head a little bit there and went started going a bit mad on the pitch and nah, stuff. I didn't, I, I I didn't, didn't know really. but I've heard that narrative this week. I don't, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't think it was necessarily Henderson's best game or anything like that, but I don't think mm. he, he, there was any point where he lost his head or, you know, or, or nothing. People were trying to say he was a bit too emotional on the pitch. Nah, I think the I only think thing so. I've seen 
based on it. In fact, to be honest, I didn't really see it. I've only seen it since because Terry pointed it out. There was one moment in the second half where it must have gone onto the pitch that it was 4-1 City and Trent, yeah, Trent was visibly went down like gutted. You could see yeah. he was sort of head in his hands or pulling a shirt up over his face now, gut, like visibly gutted. And, you know, it, it's obviously going to be a, a problem. Well, not harder for him because all the players are going to feel it as much. But being a local lad and that, and being but a young being a local lad, lad and, and being a young lad, yeah. you know, and uh, being so close in his first season, he's almost you know won the league with Liverpool and and that's his club. And I sit quite close to the pitch in my seat, and you could see it, you know, and uh, like the fans around us and that shouting like keep your heads up and, and stuff like that, trying to just yeah, I think possibly was, it. but. He, he was a little bit dejected, but he's a young lad and he'll learn from yeah. it, you know what I mean? It, it, it is what it is. He's still got a Champions League final to come, so, you know, there's worse problems to have, isn't there? Um, yeah, but no, it, it, was a, it was a professional performance. and It was know. one of them performances we've had a lot through a the lot season, of, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It weren't one where we dominated it from start to finish no. or, or were like all guns blazing. It was one of them where we, we knew what we had to do and we'd done what we'd we, done had, what to we do. had to do. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, fair to Marnie, he's, he's been quality, he? he the yeah. last, especially the last half of the season. He's been absolutely superb. I'm going to say he's pound for pound the best header of a ball in the world because he's five foot eight. When you say pound for pound, obviously right. re- relative to his height. Yeah. <laughs> relative to his, yeah, he scored about eight headers, I think, this season or maybe even nine. Um, and... He's damn good. That's testament to his movement, jump. though, as well. As yeah, he, he gets in yeah. some very Possibly good positions. was as well. He has got Robertson and Trent Swing. Yeah, he's got the two, two best yeah. providers in the league. So. Yeah. I thought he had another good game there. Obviously, we say it every week, but I thought Andy Robertson plays well again. You know, he, he's just, probably, he probably goes under the, under the radar a bit, doesn't he? Most yeah. games, because it's just so what you come to expect. And because of that, you, you don't even really mention him as much anymore, you but he's just he's so good all the time. Yeah, he's quality. He's quality. Just he just you know little moments where there's a lull in the game, and you think oh someone needs to do something here just to liven this up a little bit or whatever. And he just what seems I, to what do. What I it, love you know, about like him is when when there is moments where like the ball's coming into our box and it maybe has gone over Van Dijk or it's it's sort of gone in front of them and it's coming to their player on the on the and right. where you. where you know. Like uh, obviously he hasn't played for a year anyway, but as where well, you know when Moreno's there, that's probably a, a shot yeah, on target for yeah. them, if not a goal. And he always gets back, no yeah. matter where he was. You know the way you're talking about there about uh, um, it, it goes unnoticed because it's kind of expected. You know the way social media is like a bit of an echo chamber. Could be getting this wrong, but I feel like it's been like that. You know, City have won the league. There, mo- most unbelievable performance ever winning the Premier League, probably, but. I've heard nothing about it. I've heard mostly about Liverpool and about and, and all attention has turned to the Champions League final. That might be because there's two English teams in it. But it's kind of, maybe it's because City have just bought the league. I don't know. But I half agree with. I think it's possibly the fact that they won it so easily last season, and I think a lot of impetus has gone on it being a. a I think Second a big thing will be done so well as yeah, it, yeah, as opposed to I think a big thing will be the fact year. that our social media is. Basically, reds and blues. <laughs> so yeah. all, you, all you're gonna see is at, at us talking yeah. about just us. Just to go back to just to go back to us. Robertson. Sorry, I was, I was gonna try and try and mention it before. I just think it's amazing that we've there's now it's now Trent, Baines, Hinchcliffe, and Robertson, the top four most assists in the, in. Yeah, the, I, I didn't realize. You know what I think it is, Mad? And you were saying about social media or the media. I didn't even know the. Baines and Hinchcliffe were top for the most assists ever. Baines was, yeah. I didn't know Hinchcliffe was second. Hinchcliffe, like, no. yeah. So he's Trent, had no Trent's no plaudits whatsoever. Yeah, he's he's now top, or he's yeah. one clear. Defenders, it is. Yeah, defenders. Yeah, top top yeah. like top four, and it's like yeah. from you know from. Well, Trent is actually the first defender ever to score twelve goals. Uh, sorry, to assist twelve goals. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. ever in yeah, well, is it? Yeah, because the other two were on eleven. Yeah. 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 Mm. But yeah, that's mad as well. Did he not end up on thirteen? 
No, he, he, never, he never got the first. Who? Didn't he give it to him? Didn't give it the first. Oh, harsh. No. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I had, him, I, I had him in my fantasy. I was, <laughs> I was, I was disappointed. <laughs> they, they might not have, but the league might have. No, no the Premier League. The Premier League fantasy official. Yeah, so... So I mean, I am writing to them, and I want to. Want to change between cost, six, costing them money yeah, and between sixth and seventh, it might be that that extra couple of points, <laughs> an extra couple of quid, I yeah, believe. An extra couple of quid, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it you know it it wasn't the sort of end of the season, the fairy tale that we were hoping for. We couldn't ask for you know a minute. End of the, end of the Premier League season. Well, the end of the Premier League season. It wasn't the fairy tale that we were hoping for, but and you know we'll do the season review. We can't grumble, can we? The way it's gone our season. We've closed oh, a 25 plenty of grumbling coming from this side, believe me. No, we can't be anything but proud of that team there, you know, and, and, and the manager. Phenomenal. And, it, you know, it's it, it's been a great season and a great ride. And all, all you can ask for is to be there on the final day, anyway. Yeah, so. I, I said at the start, um, last, last time round in 14, I never really enjoyed that season because I was waiting for us to, to mess it up and and not get there because I just didn't expect it. This time around, I thought, even if we don't, I'm just enjoying this season. I'm going to every game, enjoying the fact that we're beating most teams. In yeah. fairness, though, the difference between 14 and this year is you didn't have a team like City. No, you yeah. were in control and you should have won it that year. You were the best team, whereas this year, at times, and at large periods, you'd have been the best team. But the run they put together is yeah. different gravy, isn't it? Yeah. I it's I like, that's just the different. I think the thing with Liverpool this season is they've, They've done like deep ground results out as yeah, well at, at certain stages in, in, in the season. To. Yeah, and I think that's what Gary's getting. At. You know, it's it's been nice to 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 basically support and follow it and watch that team. That sort of is so sure of itself. You know what I mean? And it looks it looks like it's not far from like the finished article. You know, like you look around, you think it, it's difficult to like really pick loads of areas out where you think it can improve it feels like a team now that's ready to sort of yeah. you know compete if you can keep it together for you know at, at the top of the game for a, for you know a good couple of seasons and it's nice to have that sort of there's confidence in your side isn't it yeah there's an argument to be made like the first 11 doesn't even need any additions I'm not saying 100% but there's certainly an argument that it doesn't and if we just need to pad out the bench mm. Well, you can't you can't argue against that, can you? Considering you're in the Champions League and final, and, and you've only lost one game, you've only marginally missed out on the league. I think there's ma- I think there's massive not concerns because probably not the right word to use. I think you've been fairly fortunate on the injury front in the main. You're having a you're having mm. an injury yeah, for prolonged yeah. periods. The front and three, that would be, yeah, exactly. In the main, apart the from the last few weeks where you've lost them on a couple of occasions. You haven't been missing those four, have you? As in, like Van and, Dijk. And not and just on that as well. When we signed Van Dijk, the worry was: does this guy get injured a little bit? He's played every single game this season. Yeah, so I, I don't think I've seen him put a hard tackle in. <laughs> no, I, I think you know credit credit to Klopp and, and the backroom team. No, they've managed you know the Christmas period really well and stuff, which yeah. has hurt us in the past. He's on training schedule a bit as well, hasn't he? Because he's played so many games. Yeah, and you know I think there has been an element of learning lessons from past seasons where Klopp, you know, used to ask a lot of it. He asked a lot of his players, and Christmas I think I'm was sure. a shock to him. It was like Jesus, you know, you play eight games in 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 like four week, three weeks or whatever it is. Yeah. So. We definitely managed it a lot better this year, and I think you know it, it, the lack of injuries. Obviously, there's an element to look to that, but I think there has been a, a, like a concerted effort by the club to sort of like try and protect the players a little bit. And we did suffer from some injuries in midfield, in particular. There's been, you know, there was a period, wasn't there, where it was like oh, midfield, yeah. We, you know, but I think that's it was where we have got the time. rotation. Yeah, but that's, that's where we have got the depth. So we've been lucky that it's hit that area, yeah, yeah, rather than the rest of the team. But I think it is definitely a squad yeah. depth thing that you know, you know that, that's, that's the area. Fair play to Liverpool fans as well because. You know, we get we get a lot of stick and stuff like that, but I haven't heard one Liverpool fan say, Do you know what, City didn't deserve that or we were better than City 
we're knowledgeable fans, and like everyone has said, City was slightly better than us. Yeah, we've basically good. we've basically lost the league there on head to heads with them because mm. they took four points off us. We took one off them. Any 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 difference? Klopp said yeah. we couldn't shake them and they couldn't shake us, and it was just they were just a tiny and I mean a tiny bit better than a us. Point. That's, that's, a point that, that's than I know you're probably going to like reflect on it in, in the season review, but uh, well. What hurts the most, the fact that he's have finished second on 97 points or the fact that he's have finished second losing just one game or the fact um, that he didn't maybe do a little bit better against Man City? I I I'm not hurting. No, I'm, I'm not overly... You, you, you've got to be hurting. You can't get that close and go, what could he have done? Am I hurting? You haven't won the league? No, we just at one no, point behind. It, it, it wasn't in our not really because it wasn't in our hands. No. So it was. It wasn't your hands. Seven points clear. Come on, you no, you've you've took them. You've took them all the way to the final game. The fact that it wasn't in your hands in the last game, granted, you're, you're right there. But what I'm asking is totally different. It's a fair question. I think what I, think I said, what I said before. I, I will admit I was gutted. Of course I was gutted. We've just finished on 97 yeah. points. Every other season except for this and last wins the league by a country mile. I was I was gutted. But right now, as you're asking me, I'm not I'm not really hurting. No, I think I but think I'm the point the point for me is to put the 97 points hurts more than only losing one game. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a question it's on that later. So we, we yeah, we that's what I was going to say. But we'll we'll come back to it because. At, at I think the, the the point is it it's not about only losing one, is it? It's like. That, that that doesn't really matter to me, you know. Like sort of, we've only lost one game. It's it, it is the ninety-seven points, and you know, getting them on the board and not winning it—that's the thing that sort of is a little bit. My, uh, my, my pain came bit, against Leicester, City, Leicester. It came against City United. It came against City Tottenham on Sunday there. I wasn't expecting that, and I didn't feel any pain. Like, yeah, yeah, but that's what I said before. I think the fans have almost made the peace with it a little bit. Yeah. That, you know, it, it was gone. It wasn't our our, it was our opportunity to win it. So. It is what it is, but I think we'll come back to this because, as you say, we have got one of these sorts of questions in the social media section, which will, you know, be an interesting one. So, well, speaking speaking about um, teams that have that got over the line, not quite got, got over the line, we've got a very special night coming up, and we our guest is one of the best players to ever put on an Everton jersey, albeit a goalkeeper one. He's been in that position of just losing out on titles, and he's been in the position of winning titles as well. And here's the preview for the night. Right Evertonians, get ready because Across the Park podcast is going live. We are delighted to be presenting an evening with one of the greatest, if not the greatest ever Everton player, Mr Neville Southall. Ourselves and Neville will be at the Winslow on Friday the 28th of June from 7.30 onwards. The famous Winslow on Goodison Road. It's a very fitting venue for one of the best ever Evertonians and our first night into the live field. Tickets are available now. £15. Get them at the Winslow behind the bar or if you want to pay online with you know, numerous credit cards or PayPal, it's across the park podcast.co.uk and select the events page. The night is co-hosted by Alan Myers as well. We are £15 a ticket or £25 VIP. Now VIP tickets are limited, so act fast. VIP tickets include a photograph with Neville Southall and also the FA Cup. It's going to be an amazing night. That's Friday, 28th of June, 7.30 at the world-famous Winslow Hotel. Across the Park podcast presents an evening co-hosted by Alan Myers with Neville Southall. We hope to see you all there. 
Yeah, so I'm 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 really looking me like about that one because it's it's you know there's been a lot of a uh, lot of Liverpool talk on this podcast, a lot of optimism, but I'm I'm sure Big Nev will be bringing back the good times to the Winslow on that particular night. Just a just a minor a thing to note at the moment. Uh, if you are looking to try and pay with your debit or your credit card, we have we are having a few issues on the site at the moment. So if you haven't got PayPal and you would like to purchase a ticket, just drop us a message. I'm, I'm sure we can sort something out or you know arrange for you to collect a ticket. So yeah, really looking forward to that one. I'm moving on to uh, current affairs with Everton. It's um, our last. It was our last game of the season yesterday, Craig. Spurs two, Everton two. What were your thoughts? I think it was a, a it was a typical last game of the season display from both sides. Really. I think yeah. Tottenham half had had their eye on on their um, big night in on the first of June, didn't they? And mm-hmm. I think um, I think Everton performed reasonably well. We had probably. We had more shots on goal, didn't we? we yeah, had we, we, had, we had the better chance. I, I think the the big thing before the game was was missing some key players, wasn't it? Yeah, no, I mean, obviously no, no, uh, no Coleman and no Richarlison, no Zuma, and, and that's that's yeah. that's half of the pitch. Yeah, yeah, there's more. Z- Zuma yeah. played right back. Oh, sorry, yes, yes, <laughs> sorry, yeah. No, Zuma at that centre half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who's mean to come yeah. in? Which Craig, obviously stop lying. You're watching our game. We're <laughs> speaking. We're <laughs> speaking. <laughs> I, was, I had me man sitting. I was in Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I I think before the game I was looking at thinking it's going to be a patchy side. But I think my my comment on the on the social media when we put up the teams was that it's an opportunity. And I mentioned the a name check these two players, Walcott Tossin. I also mentioned Luckman, hoping that he he get a start as well. It was an opportunity for them to show that they may still have a place, a uh, uh, you know, a place in next year's squad or or a part to play in next year's squad. I said it about the latter, as in Walcott and Tossin. I also mentioned this on our social media, saying that I don't believe. No matter what they do in this this game, that that, that they're going to be here next season, and I still believe that. Yeah, no, Tosson. I think Tosson's days are numbered at Everton. I think he had a, a chance. Was it the first half the pot yeah. shot he had, and yeah. the whole the whole sixty thousand of White Hart Lane just laughed, didn't he? When yeah. he when he missed, it. I think he's lacking confidence, and he did look rusty first half yeah. as well. It's obvious. He need, he's the type of player you just play every week, doesn't he? You know that just by the build of the player. Yeah. He's a, he's a big lad, and yeah. and them type of players they need to play every single like week. Like yourself, Well, I need to play on beers. That's what <laughs> I'm. At. That's what I'm at my best. Um, but yeah, no, he, he, I think he does need game time. I think he's too good a player to be sitting on. He is, yeah, on, definitely. On, on I mean, the bench of a, of. Uh, in a Premier League team, yeah, you could play. You could play comfortably. You look at the bottom half of the league. You play most weeks for most of them teams. I, yeah, I, but I, I think I, he, I think he could go across. Sorry, I thought you were about to say to sit on the bench of an, a, a team in, in mid-table team. I thought you were about to say I, there. I Craig. was, you but <laughs> then I was. Uh, <laughs> we're above mid-table, sorry. Few places above no, mid-table. I, I think he, I think he could get a move to like anywhere in like in Europe. I mean, he's got he's got pedigree yeah, in Europe, pedigree, hasn't he? Yeah, he, so he, play, he plays for the Turkey weekend or whenever they whenever they play. He scored scored goals and international level it, so he'll do well in the, in most leagues wouldn't he yeah. at, at, a, at a decent club he's not going to shoot a football in team is he like I'll let, he's not going to go to Leicester is he but he might go to mm. Watford it's probably a bit the it's harsh, a bit harsh on, on him, him okay, yeah, he, he, he leads the, the line reasonably well to be he, honest he, he links up very well I think he's, he's, he's actually he, I was just thinking you know the way um when Rogers come in just immediately didn't even consider it he was just like uh, Carol you're gone you're, you're not my type of player, and I see Tosin as that kind of target nah, man he's type he's player. He's a little bit different. He's got a bit more about him now. He's got good feet as well, and he, he, and he works hard, and he, he leads the line well, and he brings yeah. other players into into the game. He's a he's the thing is he's probably a bit like Calvert Lewin. 
but the only thing that goes against him is probably the athleticism, athleticism yeah. of, of Calvert-Lewin. And that's possibly why he hasn't been getting the chance in the last two. The argument was he was games. a better finisher earlier on. but He is a better finisher, but it, the, the fact of the matter is that, the, like Craig was alluding to there, Calvert-Lewin's athleticism as work creators all-round team play brings more to our team than, yeah. than, than Tosson's goals do because yeah. the fact of the matter is, again... Sigurdsson and, and, and um, Richarlison have got twice the amount of goals as him, and they would have got that amount, I think, even if he's a plays every week. Albeit, they may not have scored as many goals with him in the team. Yeah. So it's yeah. going back to the game, uh, uh, you know, the f- we, we can see the one early, early, I say early, it was like three minutes yeah, into the game, and it was yeah. it was probably the fault of Yeri Mina, um, where, he, where he's kind of went for the ball half heartedly, looking back, hasn't been strong enough in the area. And, and for me, that it's bizarre with him because he's so big, he's so, and he's he's so such a presence. He, he, like come, he come with such a reputation of being so dominant in yeah. the air, and that was supposed to be the part of his game that we shouldn't have had any question about. But he, he, he needs some serious work during the summer. And I, I think, listen, I think a, a full preseason will do him the world of good. But he certainly, conditioning wise, doesn't look right to me. No, he looks too. He looks very, very skinny. Doesn't looks he? too light. Yeah, yeah he looks, looks like he's lost weight since he's he's been on us. I remember yeah. seeing him at the World Cup and thinking, beast. This fella's a unit. Yeah, he attacks the ball like reasonably well. I know international football is different, and you don't have to deal with the same type. He's of doing it against so England though. He was Silver come out the other week and said, "Look, I'm not going to lie, I'm disappointed yeah. with Mina." Yeah. He's but he made the excuse for him that it's a different culture. He's come from South America, a couple of games in Spain, then here, and and he suffered with injuries in terms of consistency, hasn't he? Oh, he definitely has injuries. Yeah, so look, he's had more than enough excuses, and I did say it a number of times when we f- first got him, particularly when he had a couple of bad games. Is We've got, to, we've got to remember that he's a South American player who's only really played in South America. He played yeah. nine games for Barcelona. Yeah. And, you know, let's be honest, mm-hmm. he, played for, he played for the Barcelona reserve team most of the time because yeah. they were only playing him when, you know, other players and what's playing, weren't available. Yeah, what's playing for Barcelona? the main team? When, yeah. when you're playing in Barcelona's defence, are you even playing? Well, no, he, he, <laughs> he was getting hammered because oh, yeah, he was, yeah. whenever whenever he played for them, it was a second-string side and, and, and they were invariably getting beat because he had a patched-up defence around him and, and no midfield. Yeah. So, look, it, 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 it's been a, it's definitely been a disappointing season. And, and, and you know, it's, one of them, yeah, it's one of them you've got to write off for a minute. It's like it's similar to us with Keita. We, we've basically yeah. said we'll, we'll write the season off, let him have his, his one season sort of getting used Spending to it. Periods, yeah. Yeah. And then next season, he's, if he doesn't perform then, then you start getting worried. Well, that just shows it. I mean, you spent, was it 60 million on Keita? 53. And, and, he's yeah. p- and he's played in one of the best sides in the league and he struggles. So, yeah. you know, we have a Mina playing in a in a defence that was lacking confidence alongside Michael Keane who at the start of the season I'm not going to I'm not going to lie couldn't even lace his own boots up never mind like anyone else's boots who, who played in that position before him so it, it, you've got a he's got a number of excuses there and I think most of them are valid and lucky for him we've ended the season in a fairly decent fashion and the defence has looked has looked okay so he got away with that a little bit yesterday the rest of the game he, he didn't look too bad he didn't get put under too much pressure part of that due to the fact that Tottenham yeah. didn't really try and get out of second gears. No, they never mind. Possibly the fact that he was playing against uh, that Janssen. Yeah, Janssen. The first yeah. game in, 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 a, in a long time. And no, he, he wasn't. He had a weakened side out, but I was quite surprised with uh, like the strength at the back they played. Like the yeah. Vierles and. and Tonga was in there. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought we, you know. They did have players in there that can play, didn't they? In, in the midfield. And no, I thought I he did cope reasonably well after that. The, the, the the initial periods where it looked like they might have got two or three maybe and 
and I think we coped quite well with that. Yeah, I, I was pleased with that because I said on, on City Talk on Thursday, I weren't sure what we were going to see in terms of the starting lineup from Tottenham, whether it was going to be pl- putting the kids out or whether he had half an eye on thinking, actually, I need to keep these fresh, or not keep them fresh, I need to keep them sharp because we've got a two-week break between now, now and the Champions League final. I'm just made up we didn't injure anyone. That was my, that was my biggest... <laughs> 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 no, no... Yeah, it was. It oh, was good. Imagine Ericsson getting took out a leg breaking or something. You just have all been t- devastated, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> I would have been quite disappointed. That was a room my summer. Yeah, room my summer. That. No, um, yeah. Back back to the performance. It was good to see us come from a goal behind. Obviously, to get in front. Um, good finish from Walcott. A uh, bit of a scramble for the toss and one, which they're probably just as disappointed with as we were the Eric Dyer goal. Yeah. But um, I've got to point it out because it, it's it's glaringly obvious. I think Pickford's made an error for the for the Ericsson free kick. Yeah, he, he stepped to one side. It's, it's, it's a thing that a lot of goalkeepers do, though, don't they? They like, preempt that, that something is going to go in one corner. They'll step to one side and then it's just... But you know what? You know what stuck out to me? And, and this was the bit that I was most concerned about, is that that was the first free kick Ericsson had scored since, I think I think Jeff, uh, someone said on Sky, I think it was 2015. So keepers are obviously apparently do the research on, on set pieces, you know, what players are going to do, what they're not going to do. proper surprised at that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was surprised I by it, unless he scored some in I Europe. I think the thing with that as well, like, I don't think Jordan Free Pickford can, yeah. like, not allow himself that extra inch, can he? Because he's one of the shorter keepers no, in the No, I know, but, but he, you think of what he's got to do. He's got to go over the <laughs> wall. He's doing his t- uh, yeah, pterodactyl yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got he's, he's to go over the wall. And for, for someone, if again, if you if you, if you have done your research on who hasn't scored a free kick directly for that long, it might be in the Premier League, but it was certainly yeah. he hasn't scored <coughs> for a good few years. You must be thinking, he's going to have to go some to go over that wall if he hasn't scored for this long. Uh, from that close as well. Mm-hmm. For me, that's the only place the ball can go from there, unless you, unless it's an exceptional free kick. If someone goes over the wall, it was virtually on the edge of the area, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Someone yeah, to, to go over the wall against yeah. a pretty tall wall. You know, you've got Mina in there, you've got Zuma in there, you've got Keane. It's, it's going to be a ridiculous free mm-hmm. kick. So I just think, again, look, he, he's, had, he's had his fair share of nightmares this season, um, Pickford, and I can only hope that, as he did after his last mistakes at Newcastle, which is probably the last bad yeah, game he had yeah, before yeah. now, that he does take it on the chin and go, okay, well, I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to I'm gonna take something from it because that, that was a bit disappointing probably I personally for him. Yeah, and I think since Newcastle, he has had, like took on board like criticism and he, and he has performed. He's like, been excellent, be- yeah. Yeah, he's, he's very well. So, like I say, he's got the, he's got the whole summer. He's got, well, he's going to probably play for England in the next month. And um, I think... What's going uh, on with England next month? That, uh, that Euro the League that club championship. Oh, yeah. Haven't they got to play Holland? Because I think we're in like a final of that thing because yeah. we, we were the two sure teams. We like Henderson that won't, won't have to play in that. But that's what uh, they no, were saying. They are, yeah. they, well, they were saying like you know it, it, England. It, it's a it's a blow for England. The two English teams competing in the, the Champions League final because it could mean that the, you know players are. I'll be honest. I think the likes of Eric Dyer and Henderson. And Rose and people like that probably Ali. won't be. Maybe even Ali, yeah. I think we've got enough depth in the midfield and defence to probably allow the likes of them to have a rest. I think Kane will probably want to play because yeah. he'll yeah, have missed so many games and you know he's not going to be fully fit for the Champions League final. So the likes of him will probably think I've, I've sat down long enough for the last six yeah. weeks of mind playing. It's, it's also a route for it to get into the, the Euro European Championships. Isn't if it? we beat Holland, we're, we're in. For us, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But I think the... Coupled with the fact that England at the minute are in a group, 
mm. for, for Euro qualifiers, and they've won the first two games, five, one, yeah. five. Yeah, but the qualifying gr- yeah. that England's in are always full of like fair. No, that's what. Yeah, all, I mean, pony teams what, like that, aren't but they, usually so. the likes of the Czech Republic, I think, are in the group. They usually cause like the problems, don't they? Or mm. maybe it, you could finish second to them, couldn't you? Yeah. And they beat them five one away, didn't they? I think. Yeah. So I think Listen, I don't really want to talk about England yeah. yet. Anyway, I, I don't like talking about England at the best <laughs> of times. Yeah, but uh, no, it was a, it was a it was a slightly disappointing we didn't get the win because we probably on the balance of play and, and the fact we come from behind, we probably did deserve t- to get the win in the end. And and again, it would have been a good fitting way to 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 see the game out. The good thing, having listened to Marco Silva after the game, was that he was particularly disappointed. Um, that we didn't get the win more than anything else because you know we said obviously that it's it's kind of took a little bit of the wins out of ourselves and he was disappointed in particular with the first half an hour of the game which I was I thought we were really poor in the first half an hour and but from 30 minutes up till about again the 70th minute or probably just after Ericsson scores even we, we were the better side um, again well, albeit against the team a Tottenham team that certainly took the foot off the gas then in, in anticipation of the Champions League final. Yeah, I, th- I think it was it on the... Did you do the view from the blue side? And it was... Yeah. You know, you, I think, if I remember rightly, you were saying, you know, you've got some good results against the top six at home, but you really yeah. need to go away and That's do it, it away from home. And I imagine, like, you know, that was it. It was a good opportunity to round off your season and get it one of them on the board it it against the Spurs team that, as you say, were you know not really at the races because their eyes on the on the final. It would have been great because it only would have been Man City. That we haven't got a result against or beat, do you know what I mean? It was we drew mm. against Hughes, we beat all the rest of them. If we'd have beat Tottenham, that'd be the players going into pre-season going, well, why can't we kick on in or mm. get closer to that top six? We beat most of them in their home and away, or you know, one of the, one of the two. Um, so that would have been again us getting a result or a win against all of the all of the top six sides. So yeah, it would have been a, a nice way to, to cap it off, and it certainly would have, you know. Got the players coming back to pre-season with the tails up, but the next the next comment from Silva was now look the ma- our main priority, and I know we'll come on to this in the social media as well, is is to keep this squad together because we've obviously got to try and secure the loan signings of Zuma and Gomez, which will will be pivotal because he said look if we don't keep our squad together first and foremost we've got a chance of going backwards no matter who we sign, mm. which is a fair point if you don't if you don't you know at least maintain the the names you've got in there then. You never know what the, the new signings are going to bring in. Mm. So that was a good to hear him say that because the, the priority for himself and Brands is clearly to secure Zuma and Gomez first, and then and then move on to the the other signings. Which yeah, as you say, he's expressed his desire to get that done, but he did also say in the same breath that it's, it's absolutely up in the air, didn't he? Of course he did, because yeah. you've got Chelsea's embargo, you've got um, Zuma obviously attracting the interest of. Daniel Levy, which is inevitable because every single player we try and go for Tottenham. Gomez, Tottenham. Gomez. So, sorry, yeah, Gomez, yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the both those players for for the for the reasons that we almost can't do anything about. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not a certainty, is it? But the other one that is not even just you know the loan signings. I think like I, I read today that United have got their eyes on Gay, haven't they? Because Herrera's going and yeah. he's going to PSG Herrera, so they're probably not going to be looking at Gay. And and then you know we. If you can't secure your loan signings and then you know you lose him, he's it been a pivotal centre mid for you. With with all due respect, um, not only was I be disappointed to see him. I mean, I know it's Man United and whatever there's the name, but I don't think even see why we have to let him go. Why would mm. we let him go? It was PSG. Mm. I get it because they're a superpower. That they got the he's, he's you know he's and the fact he's that he's French speaking. Yeah, he's yeah. based him. You know that's where he, he grew up. So you know you you can see why from a I suppose. Um, 
Oh, the, so, I think the law of Man United was attract any player. It was attract them, but, but it's 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 based on the, the Man United. Yeah, it's, it's based on my name. Yeah, it's but yeah, it's, it's based though, on the Man United of five or six years ago. It's not well, based on the Man United of now. I don't necessarily think it's just name. You know, the thing with if you go if you go to Man U, you're gonna be getting paid. You know, if he if he goes to Man U, you'll expect reasonable money for him, given that he's got three years. I think left on his contract, or sort of two, two years. So yeah. you'll expect decent money for him, and he'll expect a reasonably high you know salary like wage there. So I, you can understand why he probably it isn't just name, is it? It, it how is how also much would, how much would they pay him though, realistically? Because I don't, I don't reckon I reckon we get twenty. We get twenty to twenty-five million. Which, which How much is he on at Everton at the minute? 80 grand? Maybe, yeah. No, I don't think he's on that. No, he's not. He's they not on 80 grand. United would double that. I reckon I'm, they pay I'm, him. Not, I'm not sure they're going to be in the market to be doubling anyone's salary. Based on, and this is this is not only based on the, on the, from the financial side, it's from the the words that are coming out. United, it's like we're buying young, hungry players. I just don't see, I, I can't see being the fit. He can't see fit, that Yeah, not I can't see it for a number of reasons. Not only that, the lads that they've, they've already got, the, like the Rashfords and that, They've had, they're all taking a twenty five percent pay cut because they didn't finish in the Champions League. Oh so really? if they if they're offering a hundred and fifty grand to him based on them not being in the Champions League and Rashford's getting hundred and fifty grand and taking twenty five percent off, then get on to Rashford. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind putting a bid in for him. But yeah, just just, just well, to move on, obviously from our games, it was the was the uh, the review of our yeah, game. Yeah, just um, before we do go onto the social media, I just want to touch on last Friday where me and Millsy were down at the shipping for a great cause, uh, Papyrus, which is the prevention of young uh, young person suicide, basically. So we were down there interviewing Steve McMahon and Kevin Sheedy. Um, you know, I just want to say thank you to Papyrus, uh, Papyrus to for giving us the you know the invite and the opportunity. They raised two thousand pounds as well, which which was great. Shipping's lovely as well, and, and thank you to Pam, who's the uh, the landladies down there, looked after us. So yeah, it was it was a good night. But um, just moving on to the social media section, then and we'll start with Liverpool. Uh, Anthony via the website. So he's not too happy, Anthony. He said, "There's no way Guardiola goes down to Goodison and Old Trafford and plays for a nil-nil in a title race." Actually, he didn't. Klopp did though. Forget the media narrative, lads. Don't beat around the bush on your show this week. He bottled it. No, we bottled it in Liverpool. He doesn't say Klopp. He says we bottled it. No, I think this is like the sort of point that you know we were talking about before. It's like is there a dis- is is the what is it that's that you know the tinge of disappointment about you got ninety seven points and you came second, but is there any sort of disappointment you know where you look back at the Regrets. season and think could we done anything different? And I'll be honest and, and say, I th- and I've said that if you listen to this podcast every week, I said it after them games, I didn't think we, shown, we showed enough adventure in them too. Because I thought, the Ev- Everton in particular, you know, you, you were in a, oh, we a were terrible we were run of form. Backs, like, yeah. literally, on, you were you know, just ready to get put down, basically. That's and it, it was yeah. like, we went there with three defensive mids and, and played into their hands. And I think we did get that wrong. And I think it was after them two games that Klopp sort of realised, I, I, I've got to sort of like, Go a bit more gungo, and you've seen it in the Spurs was that game. The last time you dropped points was it? Um, yeah, it probably was, but it doesn't matter. You never, you never <laughs> cost us anything, so I'm okay. not bothered about that. No, but I was just checking that. The, the Spurs game, you know, not long after it was, you could see the way all of a sudden he, he put like basically six men up front because it was like we need to win these points, and it was almost like that was where the sense of adventure, like it was like. I now know that we've just got to throw caution to the wind if we're going to keep winning we these games. In this, in this season, I've thrown caution to the wind in any Well, Spurs, Spurs, we basically Spurs left Fabinho on his own on, on the halfway line. 
basically, yeah. and just threw everyone up top. So we did, and I think that was not long after the Evan game, if I remember rightly. It was like two games later or something. So no, the Spurs game at home was well after us. That it went, it was went, about four went or five loads. games later. Well, it was but either way, but it was it was that game that was where I thought Klopp's really sort of thought. I, you know, we just can't draws aren't good enough now. We've got yeah. to go for it, but. I thought the man you man you were there for the taking with all their injuries in that game, and I think Everton. Was the United one was in game changes that didn't happen because I, I agreed with the lineup if Matic was going to play and and all that. But when they all weren't playing, I yeah, think it was, I think it was some because of made some. But to a certain extent, I agree. But at the same time, the amount of stoppages in that game right the way through it more up, up more the first half, but even in the second half, there was so many stoppages that that affects how you can play the it game. It does. It does. You know, the, the, even if you even if you do go gun go in that game, you start bringing on more forwards no, or whatever. No. If the game stops, starts all the way through. You can't you can't build momentum. You can't. You c- uh, the other thing it's is, fair point with the it is sorry, yeah, it's no, a fair it point. Is. More so because the biggest or the biggest threat the opposition have when the game is stop starting is set pieces. And if you start throwing all your strikers, you no. could have lost the game. But that's it, not, but yeah, you could have lost the game. It's not asking Klopp. I, I'm not saying that I wanted him to do what he done against Spurs in the Man U or the Everton game. I think we went into both of them games. Our team selection was a little bit more like you know we played. I think can't remember exactly the lineup against Man U. Um, I think it was Henderson, Wijnaldum, and Milner. If I remember rightly, yeah, in the middle, and Fabinho ended up coming on, didn't he? Because it was it Anderson who got injured early on, or someone got injured early on and went off. And I think Fabinho came on, but I think we got like I, I remember saying before the podcast that I was like, I, I don't want to see that because I know what that gives us. It is a more sort of functional, secure midfield like what we play away in the Champions League, and I don't want that at Man U because I thought they were there to be beating Man U. You know, they were on a, you know, it was. But again, that that game. You don't know what happens if they don't get three injuries. We we we've gone there with a game plan to play against that team that we know is going to play. Their team gets ripped apart yeah. in the first half. Klopp they have a whole say new that afterwards. Yeah, didn't they have a whole new. But we didn't ad- we didn't then adjust to that. Yeah, but I, that's what I said before. Yeah, how can you adjust to something where the game stops starting? You can't you can't even get a view of what's going on in the game because mm. there's no tactics being being deployed by any yeah. team because the game so stop starts. Do you know what's interesting as well? You talk about. We were all there watching the uh, Liverpool Everton game, and when we saw that it was Wijnaldum, Henderson, and Fabinho, we said there's three number sixes on there. We're not going to score a goal, but that midfield, that exact same midfield later on in the season, we're all raving off it. Deployed differently, deployed though. differently, yeah. yeah. Different. And that's but the, the three same players, though. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, because I'm, if we I'm saw them come out for the Champions League final, we'd be like, game on. In fact, that's the team we want in the Champions yeah, League probably final. Probably is. But we but it. It, it, it's because you knew that it was Wijnaldum as the more advanced and Henderson as the sitter. And it, it was almost like it was only we, we only caught well, Klopp only cottons onto it later on, you know that re- reverse that because Henderson's much better at that, that more forward play. So it, it was just disappointing. That, like they they're the only, and it's not it's not like a, it doesn't change anything for me. It's like as I say, I'm I'm still super proud of this team and stuff, and it it, it feels like nitpicking, but no one I, wins I, every game. I almost I almost know the sentiment where the listeners are coming from though with that question as as to would City go to Goodison away. In the form, uh, everything yeah, with and not again, trying another, another issue game. I've got with that is you can't compare Man City going to Goodison to Liverpool going to Goodison. There are direct rivals. No, you can't compare Man City going to Old Trafford though. Yeah, that's you can't. That that's Trafford, what you're saying. No, though. that's one of the games. Yeah. But it's both of them. It's the two games, so yeah. it's our rivals, your rivals. So it's basically he's comparing all there. Yeah, but isn't he's it? saying yeah. Man U and Everton that we went to and drew in both games, and Man City went to both and won both games. Yeah. Everton don't come into that with Man City. 
Uh, Man U do though. Uh, yeah, they do. So he's, he's compared mm. both teams. It's a fair comparison. Oh, well, well, what Gary's saying is, Man, you were a rival to us as well. Yeah, Gary's saying yeah, it's almost like two rivals for us and only one for City, really. It's like two derbies for us. Whereas for them, Man United's the only big game. Everton's not a big game to Man City. Everton, they might as well be playing Watford. What I would say as well is City are that next step in the evolution to Liverpool in that they are built up to go and attack and play. Liverpool's title, uh, yeah. you know, this title push you know, you know has not been based sorry. on that type of play. Just to go back to Gary's <coughs> point there, and you, you were, it was only comparing the two games, and I get what you're saying about the Everton City one, but arguably City have faced that type of kind of mentality when they play every, every team in the league because they're the champions. So being the champion, no, no, what I'm saying is... Compare the other, the rest of the season. You've yeah, went early on in the season and went to teams, and people are thinking, "All right, we're not sure about Liverpool. Let's go, let's have a go at them." So arguably, you picked up results early in the season, where City have went up against more difficult resistance, being the champions. That's what I'm saying. That's what I disagree with. I don't because it's everyone wants to beat the champions. Because I disagree because we've seen teams go play in Man City who we were just turning up to not get battered. Sometimes, whereas most of the time. Whereas we play these same teams who come and think we'll get a point against these if, if we do a certain thing, or, and they've got the backs up. You're assuming the, that's the case, by the way, but but generally well, based, based most on, teams... Based on how I watch their yeah, certain I mean, teams, most teams playing wanna, I think from, is, from both perspectives, it's anecdotal, isn't it? You're looking at it, and that's what you, you think you're seeing. Like, I know what Gary's saying. Like, we, you know, It does feel like some teams just accept that they can't get not enough city and they just bow down to them. But equally, I can see your point you know what you're saying where like everyone wants to beat the champions the thing is it's what how many have actually got it's what I've just said though isn't it? Can. City are that next step in their evolution of playing that attack on football we played it we like, we got hit on the counter we solved the problem of getting hit on the counter and now next season we push on to the next level yeah, where we where we, we turn them draw it's a, it's, a, it's a process and, and City are further down that line than yeah, us. that's why they're the better team that's why they won the league and that, but, that's a fair but let's point. see next season what happens yeah, but it, it, it's just it that's all I'm saying is I'm I'm not it's not a criticism you know I'm not criticizing like our season or anything but I can see what I'm saying is I can I can see what the listeners saying like yeah, but there's always going to be games where you can go back view. and go oh we, we drew that one so therefore if we would have done this a bit differently but it's different but because I look back at the Leicester game and West Ham yeah, interestingly, as I'm not, mentioned I'm not really it. bothered about them because it's up, they felt like they're almost par for the course in a season yeah. where you can draw some games never mentioned them because Leicester beat Man City no, he also never mentioned them because, like Terry's saying, that is one of them where an away team can come to you. You're not expecting them. They kind of catch it off guards, which is what Leicester's on to both years. Yeah, and it's like, look, you've got to accept that. But what he's saying is you could have controlled those games. You had to control your destiny more so in those games than you maybe did against the Leicesters and, and the West Ham's. And the, and the, sorry, back to the actual question as well. The last line of we bottled it. Anyone no, who, that's anyone a terrible who thinks that, 97 like, points is bottling yet. it. Is, uh, no, I was just going to say, like we've talked about the games there where we've dropped points, and he's highlighted th- them games as well, on it. Before the season starts, a point away at Goodison and Old Trafford isn't bad going at all. No. But the teams where we did drop points, we dropped them points mainly down to pressure because we had the chance to put that, that gap in place. And so if, you, if you're talking about bottling it, I don't feel... No, because no, he, he didn't mention them games, but I think if you are going to talk about bottle... Maybe we bottled a bit in them games in the, in the sense that we felt the pressure. Was that it was our chance. It's just maybe like a difference it. of opinion because, as I say, them games are the Leicester and West Ham ones. They were the ones where we could have pulled away because mm, we were yeah. I think, seven points at one point and we could have went to ten or whatever. But it was... So, so you, you, they're the ones, though, that I sort of think will... 
Yeah, but we can't do that. They were in January. Do you know what? I'll go one step further and say, even the fans. Nah. The fans were let. We we went ourselves in them games because ah. the, the fans were nervous in them games. Well, what I'm say to say to say we bottled it in them games is to is to say that you'd expect us to win every single yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. You can't win no. every single game no. in a Premier League no. season. I'm, I'm, can't. I am actually with Gary Murray on, on the fact that you can't finish on no. 97 points and, and it's called a bottle no, job. No, absolutely not. You can't. It's, it, I mean, if you win them two games that he's referenced to, you finish on 101 points. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and then have City bottled uh, it. Have Real <laughs> or Barca ever, ever even won every game? I'm sure. I don't no, know. they haven't. No, no, no. no one's had a the other day. Yeah. I read a stat the other day that Palermo finished the whole season unbeaten in Italy once. Serie B? Yeah, no, Serie A. Finished the whole season, what? Serie A, unbeaten in, yeah, but you can play in the, the late 70s oh, yeah. and finished We second. only got <laughs> yeah, so about nine games. <laughs> 19. No, I think it was um, not even Hoffenheim or something last season in the Bundesliga. Only, only, I think they lost two games, but with like five games to go, they'd lost no game, or they hadn't lost the game, but they were about nine points behind Bayern. Yeah, so it's like, even if you think about the Arsenal season, you know, everyone goes on about the Invincibles. I think they actually only put like 84 points. They only had 80 points, yeah. They drew 12 games that yeah, year. Yeah, it's yeah. mad. Yeah. No, one, no one can expect They finished the season on 19 A perfect season points. where you win every game. I mean, if that ever happens, if there's any team that's going to do it, it would definitely be us all City. But no, I, don't, I think it's, it's harsh to say that this team's bottled anything. Yeah. But, uh, you know, them, them two games... I, I, Disappointing at the time, but okay. So next question is Matthew via Instagram. Um, he said the only team that have beaten Everton home and away this season are Man City. What changes has Silver made that contributed to that? I mean, we talked at length about the. Sorry, we obviously made the changes so City win the league, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> They're the changes. Yeah, we, we talked at length about the the seventh that seventeen day break, didn't we? I suppose yeah. that we had in the middle of the season. If it, if you'd ask him what changes he made, I don't think he particularly changed anything in that in that break. He just reinforced ideas, I think, and it was the the, the time of the it was that time where we the players desperately needed some reinforcement, wasn't it? I think it was just possible changes in the middle part of the season that with the downfall of Everton because he just seems to be swapping and changing every single week. His front three, his middle two, his 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 back line. It just seemed we didn't have a settled side in in that middle part of the season. I think he reverted back to type. From the first, mm. maybe twelve or thirteen games. Has anyone games? got any idea what he actually did, whether it was tactically or whatever it was? No, it was just consistency. No, to, no, uh, to, to change. No, to change corners. Corners was ever. No, it, no, it wasn't. Was it was just reinforcing. And the thing with uh, the the swing again, in that in that no, though, was I, major, isn't it? Yeah, but again, I, I bang the drum at the time. It takes yeah. so long to 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 introduce a zonal marking system for the players to actually get it and buy it. So do you think it just clicked one day? Well, no, it didn't. The, the set I said before, the 17-day break of being on the training grounds every day for maybe a good 10 days and going bang, bang, this is what, watching videos, watching teams to do it well, you know, encouraging the players to stick by the, the values and, and as Craig just rightly said then, is having the chance probably following that 17-day break to keep a pretty steady Team, the same team for yeah. a good for a good two weeks. I, th- I think yeah. the break as well. It came at the right time, didn't it? Where it felt like it's not like sometimes like in, in a boxing fight where someone's doing all right, but then they get clipped, and then it, it, it's like they, they keep walking onto shots, and you just need the stool. They need just, that minute. Just a, they just yeah. need a minute to clear the red sort of thing, and it, it felt Definitely. like that came at the right time for you to just sort of like take you out the limelight a little bit, take the players out the spotlight. Yeah, know what I mean? On the back of a couple of bad results and stuff, and sort of. You know, let the fans chill out as yeah, well. Exactly, well that's yeah. that, I was yeah. just about to say that. I mean, that's zonal marking for the likes of me and Millsy. We do just want to see like man to man marking because if it's not working, then change it. Whereas 
judge who does like who coaches and 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 probably knows that type of the game better than me, me and Millsy. He can say, have a little bit of patience in this. It will work eventually. Players will get yeah. used to it. Whereas all the best teams do it. Yeah. With with all the best will in the world at the same time, though, I was still banging my head against the brick wall. It was the players that I was criticising. It, it was the players that I was criticising rather than Silver going, look, it, they're not executing the plan. They're not having belief. That they're going rogue. You know, mm. They're going and marking a man because they're thinking this isn't working. It doesn't work like that. And I think if there was one thing that would have should have came across in that break and it looks like it did is listen if we're not all singing off the same hymn sheet doesn't matter whether we're man marking or zonal marking it's never going to work and uh, thankfully um, and again to be fair it helped the likes of Jack Yelko coming back into the fold in at that time he came, yeah, came back yeah. showing a little bit of leadership convinced the players that listen it, it's not the fact that I'm not here anymore because I think in the back of the mind some of those senior players are thinking get Jack Yelko back in get him back in and he's probably come back in he's had a, a decent game or two and they've seen actually Jagiel hasn't done that much there. It's us, yeah, yeah. you know. You know, he's he's reinforced these things because he's a leader and he's a big voice. But you know, he went away from the fold again. They've actually went. You know what? We were the ones who were actually doing that. It wasn't Jagiel? It was it was the coach. It was the system in general. But yeah, it's it, look. It takes time, and I won't lie. And and I, I, it's pretty obvious that if that break wouldn't have come at that time, we might not. Silver might not be in a job now because that's how that's what football is like, isn't mm-hmm. it? As a business and. Uh, it wouldn't have been surprising to me three or four months ago to say skip forward three or four months and Silva won't be a job because he, he was that close to, to getting yeah. sacked I think whether I thought it was the right thing or not is irrelevant for me I thought it was reverting back to type and just having that consistency just having a consistent team week in week out we haven't got the we've got a big squad but we haven't got strength and depth strength and depth in, in that squad and I think he utilised the players in the positions quite well towards the it, end of the season. It definitely helps having the consistency. Look it at does, our, look I know, our yeah, back four. Does, yeah. You know, we, when we were swapping and changing last season, we couldn't keep a clean sheet. And this season, we've managed to mm. keep as much as possible without barring any injuries with Gomez going out and that. I but Matt had come in for like the last, what, four months? Yeah, five four months, months yeah. like that. It'd also be interesting to see where Everton we are consistently, consistency in the league. Obviously, Liverpool and Man City top of the consistently, like, you know, the, yeah. the last 12 games. But I think Everton and... Well, I, I it was marginal, yeah. but it was less that we were close in there. But we were third over 12 games, I think it was. Yeah. I think you had to go a little bit further back, and it was getting close, but, but particularly with the last two results. Tottenham, the last 12 yeah. games, of, and, and United, the last 12 10, games, have maybe yeah. lost seven or eight games. Mm-hmm. And then United is relegated. They were in the bottom half in the form table, I think, for the last 10 and, and you, games. And you, then you, you, I mean, we are going to have a season review, but you look at that middle 12, 13 games and you just think that's where it went wrong. Of course, it did, we're, but, we're but look, that's, that, let's be honest and, and let's not get ahead of ourselves. That's. That's the nature of a football season, isn't it? You've got to be consistent for the yeah. 36. You can't have an off 12 games. No, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> but it, that's what it seemed yeah. to be with Everton. It was the first 12, we were all right. Next 12 or 13, yeah, yeah. We, and yeah. the next 13, we we, 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 done, we were back yeah, to no, the, the first The middle part of the so. season, without a doubt, without that middle, but even if we had an average, because it was disastrous, it wasn't... It wasn't no, it was not thinking about the, yeah. the gay going to PSG thing? No, no it was not at all. Game. He, he it was, was at 100% that yeah. Liverpool game at Anfield. I did say it. Just it seemed, I did say it, didn't I? It just seemed to knock the stuffing out of Everton, and it seemed to knock the stuffing out of... You sit there with a smile on the face, but we drew. No, I'm not smiling at the results. I'm smiling because I just... 
that's amazing. No, but I, I remember you knocking me saying feels like, how can it, that f- it felt like such a crutch at the time, though. I, I, the Which way it was, like, the, the it was, it was the derby, the that's, derby. that sabotaged that entire season. <laughs> Not like, sabotaged why? it, but it, it was a game. Because, because, no, it was no, a game. It, it was a game against the stuffing out of Everton. Are you on about the Anfield? Yeah, yeah. No, it seems to just knock the stuffing out of. It seems like knock the confidence out of Silver as well, where. He just seems to ch- swap and change his teams every single week after that. What and, you c- and then it was when it comes to the derby at Goodison and we sort of put in a performance that he thought, you know what, like it seemed like consistency was key then. He just seemed to carry on from that. Yeah, mm. we, we, we're forgetting about Silver and you were quick to remind us that he's never had a full season in the Premier League. So he's never been through those ups and downs through the whole, you know, the whole yeah. season. And the other thing was... He went to use the top of the league at the time, weren't you? When we played here in Anfield. Anfield. If you weren't, then you you were there or thereabouts. So he's not only going to our rivals and he's starting to get an idea at this time of how important the derby was to us, is that he's going to he's going to a team that are you know one of the best in the country and and it's the level, and he's seeing his team for the first five to forty five minutes go toe to toe and then for periods of the second half be as good as you and thought yeah we'll push on from here and I think he'd looked at his team in the change room after that game and thought I need to rotate it because some of these players their heads have gone here yeah, sports performance is so mental confidence yeah. is everything in football and, and many sports and Everton were, were, were rocked by that and we were lacking a leader which we've said on a number of occasions in a game like that yeah Someone on the on the pitch the next games we 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 you know the following game after the derby which I can't remember exactly we played but all you're looking for after that is a scruffy one nil and then boom three points gone. I think it was Newcastle. I think we drew one. Yeah, we Newcastle. drew a couple of games yeah, on the bounce then. Newcastle and couldn't what, quite what, beat them. What yeah. I was going on to say there was that like if Liverpool were lacking confidence, I'd have every single belief that Klopp would pull them out of that very quickly. We didn't know though. We didn't know Silver at the time. So no, no. And Terry said, well, "This really. is going to be the point where we're yeah. going to see what he's made of." It took a few games, but he he pulled them back. He, 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 he pulled it. them back from even f- yeah. even deeper. They yeah, were, they were, you know, deeper, at that yeah. point they were you know yeah. they were kind of treading water or sinking a little bit. They were at the bottom of the pool. <laughs> yeah, the thing was still mouth to mouth resuscitation <laughs> by the time <laughs> after that Millwall game. Yeah, the, well, it, yeah, it was sort of the Millwall game where I sort of like seen a little bit of passion in in, in Silver. Where he was hurt. He was visibly yeah, hurt. Even Jordan, the game every time he scored, he was off his feet. He was like jumping up and down. He was, he was off his feet. Even I, from I, as Everton fans, that's what we, we even do. Even from my season, it's admirable. He was fighting for his job and he worked hard, didn't he? You could tell yeah. he put the hours in. He put the he cared a lot. So th- I think it was admirable the way he was. It was like the it season was in two half, three yeah. in or th- you know. three, three, four, yeah, yeah. thirds, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, to, to to answer the question, uh, there is a number of things. But for me, it was that it was that big break, and then as Craig says. Getting, getting back to consistency. Okay, well that's all we've got then this week for the social media. Can I just add there was a there was a message on Facebook, wasn't there? Sorry, yeah, there was from, from Michael Vigent. Yeah, it was just a nice message, so we'll read it out. Um, he's obviously a supporter and uh, you know listener of the podcast. He says, "I love the fact that the lads actually um, all get along. You don't slag each other off. There's no bad mouthing. Um, so I've got nothing but respect for you." Um, from a listener in Canada, it's most appreciated. I'm guessing he hasn't listened to every single podcast. This has <laughs> definitely been a bit of slang. No, no, we do appreciate that. And, and listen, we're, we're not like we're, we're like any other Everton Liverpool fans. We have our moments, and we certainly do go toe to toe. And we couldn't say everything that we say in public on here. But I'd like to think that we are quite honest with each other, and that there's 
most of the time yeah. the, the right level of banter that goes and on. we know when we've spilled over and gone yeah. a bit too far and that's a bit of a learning curve for us as well isn't absolutely, it absolutely yeah definitely yeah, yeah, we want to be respectful uh, he, yeah. he obviously wasn't a fly on the wall in the, the hot walk over there <laughs> when <laughs> me and Gary were arguing over the hot, hot and sour soup <laughs> <laughs> after the derby <laughs> Just yeah, for our regular listeners, was a notice that we deleted that uh, that instant match reaction. I think yeah. we had to the middle. It was uh, a <laughs> yeah. That's a learning curve going forwards. We're not going to do instant match reactions after derbies. I don't think. I don't know, I've had ten pints. Everyone's had a drink, haven't you, <laughs> on, on gonna, a derby? I think we're going to do them, aren't we? But it's only going to be the home supporters doing it as is every other instant yeah. match. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so yeah, we've um, we've almost almost come to the end. Um, yeah, we have come to the end. Yeah. We've done. Well, no that was a quick question. Not, not, not to preview, it's weird, yeah, isn't it? Our regular listeners who, who listen to the, the whole one hour 45 will be checking the, uh, <laughs> yeah. checking the podcast app to see if, it's, uh, if they've, we've cut it short. No, obviously, it's with, it, with it not having any previews uh, to, to do, well, not, no previews yet. Yeah, we'll have uh, the, we'll Premier have the League previews. Yeah, we'll have the proper Champions League final preview going in a couple of weeks' time. No, so we, we just obviously reviewed the game, and and uh, we we've got the as, as just to remind you again, we've got the season reviews coming in the next couple of weeks, which are the the Premier League season reviews, and as Gary's right, rightfully pointed out, then the lads will be previewing the Champions League final a few days before. Thanks for listening again. Don't forget to catch us on a uh, City Talk this Thursday. Have we got who's in this this week? I think it's me. Yeah, we've got Terry and Craig. So you can catch the lads on City Talk, and that's between five and six um, with Matt Jones. Thanks for listening again. See you soon.